0: Welcome to the Gibbters podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Riad Masri. He is a founder, VC investor, and a speaker. Riad, thanks so much for being on our show today. Pleasure. So I'm looking at your LinkedIn profile and it says transform VC. So is that your company name or why did you choose that specific word?
1: Well, it's because of my entire life. I've aspired to making a billion and impacting a billion. Uh, As an entrepreneur did that for, I don't know, 15, 16 years, had a full range of success and failure and everything in between. Then discovered that uh, by being a VC, I'm, you know, not only a, can maintain that same aspiration but also help hopefully a thousand others to achieve that and therefore have a much grander impact
0: so where are you in that goal of making a billion and impacting a billion
1: <laughs> grinding away brother and uh, <laughs> so that's that's transform vc this is my firm our objective is to impact a billion make a billion we uh, like to back uh, resilient authentic entrepreneurs who are building truly defensible businesses. And we define true defensibility as those that exhibit either deep technology moats and or strong network effects. Uh, the two key ingredients to, um, to impacting a billion and uh, hopefully making a billion, which as you know, is very easy to say, not so easy to accomplish.
0: Yeah. So what, so first of all, two questions. One is a lot, a lot of people want to raise money for their businesses, or perhaps even have a VC fund like you. So how, how would you suggest people actually find supporters like yourself if they had a great idea that they do, can make a billion or impact a billion? What are some suggestions? I, I get approached a lot, frankly, from people because I wrote this book on networking with billionaires and executives. And oftentimes they just have very un, weak understanding of how to connect and, and, and work with people that might be VCs like yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, all, all VCs have some sort of a contact us form that I guess can always be used. That being said, a better approach is perhaps to identify entrepreneurs that are in the same uh, areas that your new company is in, try to build relationships with them and uh, get them in as advisors, even if it's casual or incidental advice. Uh, but I'll always end that in- initial interaction with, hey, who would you, um, which investors would you recommend I speak with? Oftentimes, VCs much prefer to uh, take a cold inbound from a referral uh, through one of their portfolio CEOs as opposed to uh, a direct outreach on LinkedIn or the website. Though some VCs obviously, like I said, have these uh, facilities available for for entrepreneurs just to reach
0: out online.
1: I I happen to be one of them.
0: Yeah. And I remember, because I have been asked this question many, many times, and I literally said to the people asking me, it's like, no one's stopping you from literally going to Sequoia capital, one of the top VC firms in the world, because a lot of all of their partners have their actual email on the actually uh, their, their website. And I actually reached out to um, got his name, but like he, he used to work for um, Zappos and I just pinged them a few times, pinged them a few times over the course of years. And so I'm connected with him. And again, that doesn't mean anything per se, but it's all about, do you take initiative? And if I did have some opportunities as all smart business people, It doesn't take you more than five seconds to read an email and the top line email and say, okay, maybe this is worth a five minute call, you know, because Mm -hmm. I have a lot of VC friends and and they always like, they just get inundated. But, but a guy that's persistent uh, helps. So, so for you, I mean, why did you choose this path? Because frankly, you're in the Bay Area. It's like the Harvard of of the VC world and you're from Canada. And so it's a, it's a, it's a really, challenging place so what what made you want to be in this ecosystem for yourself
1: okay there's 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 a bunch of things in that uh, question so let me let me break that down first of all i believe that intelligence and intelligent people exist everywhere mm-hmm. there's no monopoly in silicon valley over intelligence but what silicon valley has monopoly over is what i call wisdom which is more important than intelligence and wisdom in, uh, in my opinion is a combination of intelligence with experience so having been an outsider of the Valley, I have a real appreciation for what the Valley offers. And that's why I felt I wanted to be here. As an entrepreneur, I've done a few interesting things in Canada, I'm actually never used to say this back home, but now that I've been Californalized, I've, I've learned the health uh, promotion. And, uh, you know, I'm actually in the top 0.1% of Canadian contributors to the National Treasury of Canada. So-
0: Top 1% uh, of what?
1: Of Canadian contributors to the National Treasury of Canada.
0: Oh, that's great, yeah.
1: Um, But I'm, you know, I'm still a nobody here in Silicon Valley. So with that hunger and all that experience, I'm trying to do something here. But I think when you're talking about um, resiliency or, uh, or uh, I think that's, or consistency, I forget the word you just used in terms of uh, cold outreach and and keeping up with other VCs.
0: Consistency,
1: yeah. Consistency, yes. So so that's necessary, but not sufficient. So I always, I always encourage entrepreneurs to do a number of things. One is don't send a, like, you know, an essay. Keep it short, keep it to under a paragraph, very simple stuff, and um, never, you know, request a response, always suggest a response. What What does that mean? It means make your emails more about, here's an update, here's a quick update, here's what we're doing, here's our, you know, in the last quarter, the last year, this is what we've been able to do. VCs, you know, like to invest in entrepreneurs that they feel like they've gotten to know. So when you send an initial email, that's a data point. Once you've sent an update you know, three or six months later, and quarterly updates are usually good. No, that's a second data point. DCs like to invest in lines, not points. There's actually a good write-up by- invest, uh,
0: like to invest in what? In,
1: in lines, not in, in dot, not in dot. So a, a dot is the, um, the first interaction. The second dot forms a line, and the third dot forms you know a longer line and so on. Oh, nice,
0: nice, There's
1: nice. There's a whole write-up actually by a good friend of ours, uh, Mark Souster with Upfront Ventures. There's a, it's on Medium. Um, entrepreneurs or founders to be on uh, that are listening should look it up and
0: read it. It's pretty um, insightful and talks about exactly that. And what do you think is the most exciting thing about the the type of work you do?
1: Well, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, that's the thing back home. I I was always uh, pointed to and said, uh, right, you're crazy for trying this or that or the other. I come here and I'm on a constant basis. I'm the dumbest person in the room. Everyone's, is doing something that's much grander than I had ever fathomed. <laughs> um, so that's certainly an amazing. an amazing feeling. Constantly feel like uh, my limits are being pushed and I'm learning and I'm, you know, again, this is the place, this is the one place where you, you can say, I want to impact a billion, make a billion and people look at you and say, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah no and, and no so that's the great thing because you, you look like facebook literally they have more people than any country in the world including china so i, I want to stress at one point you mentioned about how you stretch yourself because frankly that's one of the most important things that people need to understand like for instance let's say i grew up in new york city there's a reason why people in new york are so good at finance or advertising or accounting because you're literally stretching yourself with all the best people if you're in l.a you want to be creative and innovative well guess what you're literally the top great people in the world but in going to your case again it's important that our listeners understand like you can't be excellent if you're not rubbing elbows because i remember actually i interviewed elon musk at one point i said hey why are these people in south africa so successful he's like well actually as your question as your answer like people around the world are but he chose to be in the bear because you're going to be meeting people like his co-founders or you're meeting your co-founders but it's like For our listeners, I just want them to understand what you're saying, Red, relative to why you're there. Because you can say, oh, I don't have the opportunities. Well, then go where the opportunities are because you're not going to just bump into some random person. But if you're in the Bay Area, you could. And so I want our listeners just really to understand, you know, why you did it, but also how important it is. So,
1: yeah, for every industry, there's a center of gravity. If you're in finance, let's say, go to New York. If you're in uh, fashion, go to LA. If you want to go into soccer, then go to, uh, you know, to London or... (laughs) Or England, yeah. or for yeah. tech, it's it's here. Yeah, yeah. Silicon Valley. That's
0: a that's a perfect way to put it. So, in terms of as a speaker, what what topics do you normally talk about?
1: Generally, mostly about self development, the journey of the entrepreneur, the ups and downs that come with that, as well as you know investing. Obviously, I have to have a a little bit of expertise in the space. Um, so these
0: are the areas that I typically talk about. And what's the, the the one advice you might give to someone that? So we talked about getting potential investors, but what about just basic entrepreneurial skills? If someone already has a company, they want to scale a company, they don't need outside investors. What are some specific advice you might give to that person?
1: I mean, listen, salesmanship and storytelling is probably, in my view, the most important skill set. And I never claim that I'm an expert. I still go to Toastmasters. I, I still participate with improv training and all that. So, being an extraordinary salesperson and a storyteller helps you raise capital, helps you recruit talent, and um, essentially helps you uh, sell to customers. So, I can't think of any other skill set that's more important. And obviously, surround yourself with the team members that uh, complement the other skill sets that are generally needed. But the, the very first person has to have uh, extraordinary salesmanship skills, all while maintaining authenticity and self awareness. So, you don't want to be an overseller because that t- typically turns people away. Or yeah.
0: of. And definitely in the Bay Area, there's a certain nuance because, again, if people go there thinking they're a big shot and then they get there, like, okay, maybe I'm not that big of a shot. <laughs> um, but that's awesome. So, Ryan, how can our guests stay in touch with you?
1: They're welcome to connect with me through our LinkedIn page, through our Twitter, through our website, and uh, their means to connect through all those mediums.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.